Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single family homes all the way up to 600 plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Lynn Murrow, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, I'm joined by Curtis Haynes, a successful real estate investor, mentor, and friend. Welcome to the show, Curtis, and thank you for joining me. Hi, Lynn. Happy to be here. If you have questions for me and Curtis, now is a great time to call. The number is 877-711-5211. That's 877-711-5211. And right here at the beginning of the show, I want to give you a little bit of background. Curtis and I both selected the same mentor, Del Wamsley, the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, to learn how to effectively create wealth and passive income through real estate investing. We took action on what Dell taught us, and now we're both privileged to be able to give back and continue to share Dell's message of financial freedom. To take the next step, you have to think differently in order to get different results. You need an effective map from where you are right now to where you want to go. And we're here to get you started on your map today. After eight years of mentoring, I found that many people either ignore or completely deny their financial life. Today, we're going to face reality together. It'll be painful, but by the end of today's show, you will have a map with the steps to take to move toward your financial freedom. Curtis, I'm so excited you're here because I know this is something that you are passionate about. How do you Use your personal financial statement to build wealth, or as you like to say, how to get your assets to work. And this is something many of us don't know a lot about. Can you get us started by explaining this concept and how you learned it? Yes, absolutely. This, this is one of my favorite topics. Um, one of the really cool things about uh, joining Lifestyles is you get to meet a lot of like-minded individuals. Um, and over the years, I've met some very, very interesting folks that have become uh, close friends and uh, investors uh, with me being investing with them and them investing with me and building our assets together, which makes it really, really cool. And over the years, um, as I'm meeting more and more people, I start getting introduced to folks that I don't think I'd ever uh, have crossed paths with uh, before. And one of my investors wanted me to meet with uh, a friend of the family and didn't really know much about the friend of the family, but was uh, absolutely happy to meet with them. And in my mind, I was just thinking about um, uh, introducing them to lifestyles more than anything else. So I went over to his office um, and met with him in the, he had an office in the gallery area and just started sitting down chatting with him. And one of the things I just curiosity wise was just asking him, so what kind of business do you do? What's your line of work? And and he was—he just kind of looked at me confused and says, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, is this your home? You know, is this your uh, manufacturing uh, corporate office, or what is this? Uh, uh, what kind of business do you do?" He's like, "Oh, no, no, this is my um, my family office." And and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And the way he said it to me, it, I, I responded as if I should know what that meant, and at the time mm -hmm. I didn't. Uh, and so we had a really interesting conversation. Um, that lasted about an hour, um, went home and I researched the concept of family office. 
And what I learned from talking to him that day and what I gathered from uh, the uh, information I learned and how I kind of tied it into what Dell teaches during the two-day has now been the framework for how I make every investment decision uh, going forward. And and that's something I want to kind of get into details today. And the concept of the family office is um, everybody that was in his office had one primary goal, and that was to uh, improve the returns of his assets, of his family's assets. And and that concept alone, we talk about uh, return on net worth uh, that Dell teaches in the two-day. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, I got my house, I got my car, um, I got some cash in my account. Those are my assets. Certainly don't need a whole bunch of people uh, in an office to manage that. And then it just made me realize that there's a whole new world out there when you're talking about um, uh, third-generation wealth and how they actually view um, at their assets compared to how I viewed my assets. Um, and I think it was an interesting uh, learning experience, and I want to share that with you today. Yeah, I think that that is something that would be foreign to almost everybody. You know, I, I think a lot of people are just focused on paycheck to paycheck. Do I have enough to to get through this month? And for those that have gone beyond that, it it still is a little chaotic. When I when I talk to members that have a significant amount of wealth, they they still don't have a good grasp of how much they have um, and what they could be doing with it. And and that's disturbing because we don't have a safety net really. You know, most of us cannot live on on the little bit that we would get in Social Security if it's even there when we retire. And maintaining the lifestyles we've become accustomed to is going to be a challenge. And the family office not only takes care of that issue, correct, but it also provides for our children in a way far beyond what most, most of us have envisioned. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, part, part of all of us, all of us growing up, we work hard, we you know, go to school, get a job, work hard, we, we go up the, the corporate ladder, we make more money, we work harder, make more money, and what we do differently from a second, third generation high net worth family is we're taking um, our money that we're making and we're spending it on assets uh, that don't produce any income. And so we're buying bigger and bigger homes, we're buying uh, fancier cars. Our lifestyle rises as our income level goes up. And, you know, life gets in the way, and before we know it, we're getting close to retirement and realize we don't have any savings. And the the idea of a savings account is something that um, is different a different concept when it comes to high net worth families. They don't save their money. What they do is they invest. And so I've, I've found, looking back in my life, I realized that as I made more and more money, I just spent all that money. I never thought about the idea of finding an asset that produced income and having that asset work for me. And the idea of having a personal financial statement, I've never had to create, never knew what it was until I joined Lifestyles. And for those out there, the basic idea with a personal financial statement is when you go, it's, it's, the, same, it's the same document that you need and to get a single-family home uh, is a W-2. So, for example, for you to get a good loan in a single-family home, you need to show a W-2 statement. 
that's the way to get a good loan in a single family. Well, the, good, the way to get a good loan in multifamily is you have to show your personal financial statement. So it's that important of a document to buy a property in multifamily. Never bought anything in multifamily, so never had to put one together. And as I putting my assets together on my personal financial statement, I realized, man, I have a lot of assets that are not doing anything. And as a matter of fact, a lot of those assets are costing me money. I'm having uh, some land that's costing me property taxes, not making any money. I'm having a house that's costing me money, not making any money. I'm having cars that, uh, you know, obviously I need, but do I need that really fancy car, right? And then I have lots of other accounts that are in brokerage accounts and bank accounts, but really not generating much of any kind of money. And for a lot of folks in corporate America, they have a big fat 401k that's, you know, either cut in half every time the market crashes or pretty much even since they've been investing in their 401k. And so putting together your list of assets on your personal financial statements, kind of that first eye opener for all of us. And when Dell told me in the two day, I told the whole group to take your passive income and divide it by your, your uh, uh, net worth. That's what was, that was the biggest eye opener for me. It's like, wow, my, my return on my net worth was point zero 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 one, which was mind blowing. And now I'm yeah, like, okay, I think, I think mine was I pretty understand. close to that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, now I get why do you need an office, right? Once you start accumulating assets and accumulating wealth, why you need an office of uh, folks to keep those assets working for you. So obviously we're all not there yet, but it just hit, had me now refocus. And so my focus now and everything I do, my framework is I'm looking at my assets and I'm, and I'm gauging them. And the very first gauge will be my return on net worth every year. And as I see that go up, and of course, point zero 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 one is a low. <laughs> it's a low bar. I think most of us <laughs> joining lifestyles will be able to improve on that for sure uh, as we start getting into uh, more and more real estate, which is pretty cool. Um, but that's the first bar for for me is is tracking my return on net worth. Right, and and I want to talk about that a little bit more in just a minute. And so, what I want to make sure we all understand is that this is the starting place, right? You really need to construct a map. Right? If you were going to go anywhere, the first thing you do, if you were going to get in your car and drive, is you get out your GPS and put your destination in. And a lot of us are so in denial of our finances that we don't even know where we want to go because we're so afraid to think about it. But you have two data points you need to even get started on this trip that we're going to call financial freedom, personal financial freedom. And the first data point is where you are. And that's what that personal financial statement does, is it, it gives us an idea of where are we right now. And then we have the fun part, which is something I learned from Dell, is plan your life. That's why he always says, it's not about the money, it's about the lifestyle. Um, plan your life. What kind of life do you want to have? Plan it out in detail. Visualize it. Some people do those storyboards that are so cool. And get an idea of where you want to go. So today we're going to work on the starting point, really figuring out where we're at. And that's what Curtis is talking about. It's time for a short break. And when we get back, we'll have more on how to get your assets to work. And we'll talk about that family office concept some more. So you can create a new, more effective map to financial freedom.
see why Personal Real Estate Investor Magazine named Lifestyles Unlimited the best real estate education and mentoring program in the United States. We take you by the hand and teach you how to invest in real estate. We've been doing it for 25 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they've won independent local, state, and national Investor of the Year awards nine of the last nine years. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to access our free live training event schedule. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm your host, Lynn Murrow, and today we're here to provide a more effective roadmap to your financial freedom by getting your assets to work. My guest today is Curtis Haynes, successful real estate investor and mentor with Lifestyles Unlimited. Curtis is passionate about this topic, and we're going to jump right back into our discussion. Curtis, we need to figure out where we are right now before we can even create a map. So what do we look at? first to figure out where our starting point really is? Yeah, so one, one of the things for sure um, is looking at your personal financial statement and the, the, really the main point of uh, bringing up the, my interaction with the family office is we all can't at this point in time afford to hire a whole bunch of people uh, to take care of our assets, right? So what I want, what, what I want the listeners, I want the members to uh, think about is I want them to be the CEO of their own family office. I want them to put on that hat, whether it be whatever, whichever the husband or wife put on that hat, declare themselves the CEO of their family office, and then get to work. And that starting point of getting to work is listing out the assets and your liabilities, which make up your personal financial statement and your net worth. And by listing out the assets, you have a starting point of where you need to go next. And by having this quote-unquote hat that calls yourself a CEO, what it's going to hopefully do, and what it did for me, was help me make business decisions instead of personal decisions when it comes to some of the tougher, uh, tougher things to do. Like, for example, all of our life we were taught to save. And we were always taught to always have a savings account for a rainy day. And as CEO of your family office, that savings account is not an income-producing asset. So my number one priority as CEO of the family office is to get my assets to work. And I'm staring at a savings account thinking this is my safety net, this is my security blanket. I can't do anything with it. So it's, it's, it's a personal thing for me, right? But as a CEO, as running my business, it's not doing anything for me. So I need to get it to work. I need to go invest that money into an income-producing asset. And so there are land that's been in the family for, for generations, and that someday you're going to build a vacation home on. That land is not only not generating any income, it's costing you money with property taxes. So as you're listing out these assets, some of these assets that you're looking at are going to go against everything that you learned and were taught all, uh, all these years. The other part is your house. I know that Dale asked the question, how many people paid off their mortgage? I was so proud. of. I remember the day as if it was yesterday of cutting that last mortgage payment check and, and being so proud of having no debt. And so when I cut that check and so proud of not having a, a mortgage anymore, paid off my house, I, I raised my hand and Dale looked square at me and said, you are an idiot. And I just, I was 
I was shocked. I'm like, wait a second. That's what I was taught in my life was to pay off debt. And the thing about income-producing assets is that leverage is one of our best tools to buy income-producing assets. But we grew up saying that debt was bad, and we grew up using debt the wrong way. And what we did, what I did, was I used debt to buy non-income-producing assets like nicer cars, nicer homes, nicer boats, nicer vacation homes. We all just kept on buying, buying, buying more things we can't afford. So start listing those assets on your personal financial statement and say, okay, I have a house. Let's just say it's a half a million dollar value, no debt. I need to put a mortgage on it. And so for some of the folks out there listening, they're like, wait a second, you're going to put a loan back on your house? That's crazy. It's not if I can use that money to invest in income-producing assets that will far exceed the interest I'm paying on that loan. And that's the beautiful thing. Again, it's a, not a personal decision. It's a business decision getting my assets to work. And so as I go down the list of my assets, I'm making some tougher and tougher decisions. And I don't even want to begin about the decision of the 401k. Many of us have a very personal attachment to the 401k and don't want to pay the taxes on it if we withdraw early. I'm not going to give any advice on tax, tax advice or what you should do. Just go to the class. You'll learn what you should do. But it is a, a business decision as CEO. It's an easy decision to make. Yes. And you know, the 401k is something where it, it what amazes me is very intelligent people will look at that 401k and feel like they're doing great, not realizing that they're staying even or recovering from a loss or getting a small gain. And it's coming from their continued deposits into that 401k, not from the investment itself. And that's alarming. But let's think about our debt equity during this next short break. And we'll return in just a few minutes to continue our conversation with my guest, Curtis Haynes, and he'll share more strategies to get your assets to work. If you have a question, now is a great time to call and get on the line for the next segment. The call number is 877-711-5211-877. 7-7-7-11-5211. Get total freedom in your life safely and quickly. Build wealth and passive income so you never worry about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Hi, I'm Steve Davis, an investor in thousands of units over the years. Now it's your turn. Del Wamsey has been my mentor for nearly 25 years, and he's taught over 100,000 people just like you the principles of financial freedom through live one-on-one -on -one mentoring at Lifestyles Unlimited and his national radio show. I'm excited to tell you about the real estate workshop that changed my life. The workshop gets you on the inside of what we do and what we believe and unlocks the five ways we make money in real estate. Just like your personal trainer, Lifestyles Unlimited will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to register for the workshop that will change your life and let you stop worrying about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm your host, Lynn Murrow, and today my guest is Curtis Haynes, who is sharing strategies to get your assets to work. If you'd like to ask a question, give us a call at 877-711-5211. That's 877-711-5211. Curtis, so far on today's show, we have talked about 
identifying debt equity, those assets that we have that are producing nothing for us. So now we need to get those non-producing assets to work for us. How do we do that? What are the steps we need to take next? Yeah, so first and foremost is to set yourself up to start tracking all this. And so there's there's three uh, ways that I want everyone to, that I personally, I say I want, there's three ways that I track how good of a job I'm doing as far as getting my assets to work. And so the first one is return on net worth. And we talked about that in the, uh, in the beginning of the show. And that's simply just taking your uh, total passive income that you're making and dividing it by your net worth, which is just your total assets minus your total liabilities. And so how good of a job are you getting those non-income-producing assets to move over into income-producing assets. And that gauge, year over year, uh, will be determined how much you improve your return on net worth. Once you start getting into that uh, process of getting income-producing assets and getting income-producing assets, the next thing you want to gauge is your return on equity. And the return on equity is simply how good of a job is that one specific asset that's producing income is doing. And that's such an important concept um, to, to really understand, and we may go into more detail on that on the, on the next segment. Um, but the third uh, uh, benchmark that it wants you to look at is your cash-on-cash cash returns. And so that's going to determine your initial investment decision. So how do you go get it to work? Your first uh, thing that you look at is you're looking within the multifamily or within the single family, and you're looking at a specific opportunity, uh, whether it be an apartment or a, a single family rental, and you have a certain amount of cash that you want to deploy, and it's going to generate a certain amount of income. And so that cash on cash return will help you um, kind of reach your ultimate goal uh, to meet your total passive income. And so those are the three things we want to look at, return on net worth, how good of a job you're getting your uh, assets to work, uh, return on equity, how good of a job is each of those income-producing assets working for you, and then your cash-on-cash cash return going in, um, how good of an investment is this, and does it match my overall total investment goal? And then if we have a few minutes, I can talk quickly how you can calculate what that should be as far as your total income goal is, is now a I think that's should a, we hold it off for the next segment? I, I think we're going to make the time right now to do that because that's a really important concept, so jump in. So, yeah, so lots of folks coming in, they'll say, you know, Curtis, I, I, all I want is about $60,000 of passive income. And so what I, what I say is you take, you take $60,000, you divide it by 10%, that means you need to have 600000 of your assets working for you. And so we can find opportunities that have better returns, but it's just a benchmark. So if I took the same 60000 and we found a 15% return, then you only need 400000 of your assets working for you. But the starting point, the most conservative starting point, is just to use a simple 10% math and say, so, okay, okay, I got to get, 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 get 600000 whatever that is, and so I'm going to start looking at my, my assets. And when you, what you find for some folks is they already have the assets, they're just not working. For others, they need to improve on their assets. And then that's where the return on equity comes into play. And that's a whole nother concept that I want to talk about in the next segment, because as you start adding income-producing assets, once you've held them on for a year, you'll notice as the value goes up, although your cash-on-cash cash returns are strong, 
your return on equity starts to get less and less. And if you can capture those equity gains sooner, you'll be able to increase more of your assets faster and then get those assets working for you again. And that becomes a layered effect. And I talk about as a snowball effect. So the faster you can capture your equity and your income-producing assets, the more income-producing assets you can buy, invest in, and the more passive income you can make. And so someone coming in that may only have 300000 of total assets can use the return on equity concept to go from 300 to 600 a lot faster. And that is a powerful concept. So, you know, Curtis, you threw out that $600,000 number in, in assets, and there's some people out there who are like, wow, I'm not even close. I'm right there with Lynn and Curtis when they started. <laughs> and uh, this is how you get there. And we're going to talk more about this after this next short break. And when we return, that conversation about return on equity is going to be the powerful tool you need to change your life. So you want to stay right where you are. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I am your host, Lynn Murrow, with my guest, successful real estate investor and mentor, Curtis Haynes. If you'd like to get on the line and ask us a question, call 877-711-5211. That's 877-711-5211. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow, for the next couple of days, for a week, a couple of months, a year? How long until you'd lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedPodcast.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedPodcast.com. I'm so glad you're here with us on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm your host, Lynn Murrow, with my guest, Curtis Haynes. Curtis is a successful real estate investor and a mentor with Lifestyles Unlimited, and he joins me today to discuss a topic he is passionate about, how to use your personal financial statement to build wealth, or as he likes to say, how to get your assets to work. Curtis, in the first few segments, we discussed the first steps because you can't create a roadmap to where you want to go until you know where you're starting from. And we talked about identifying our assets and then looking at which one of those assets are not producing for us and how to get them to work for us. And now we want to talk about a concept of return on equity. So take it away from there. Yeah, that, the return on equity is such a powerful concept, and it's something that uh, is covered a lot and covered in the two-day, and we have lots of good classes online um, that talk about the return on equity concept in itself. Um, but what one of the things that just amazes me within the multifamily side is we have a lot more control on the value of our asset as it improves over time. So uh, I think in last week's or week before's uh, uh, on the radio show, Dell talked about the 21 ways of uh, improving the uh, property's income. And so the basic concept there is for every uh, 10% increase in income, you've increased the equity by 25%, which is uh, uh, double the value of the property. So uh, to, to me, what we have is we have an, a property that's producing income. We have control of how much income it's going to produce. And so what happens is over time, the value goes up, 
and we've we've doubled our money. And so, I want to give you a quick example of of exactly what I mean um, by by sharing with you some numbers. And and you know, don't get lost in the numbers itself, but just a general concept. You know, if we were to go buy a uh, multifamily property, and let's just say we bought one for four million bucks, I know a lot of people out there say I don't have four million. We're talking about a whole bunch of families getting together within lifestyles and putting our funds together, so that you you could be. Uh, twenty twenty five thousand could be fifty thousand of years, but we go out together and go buy a four million dollar uh, property. We're going to go out and and put a million down, cash down, and go get three million in debt. And so, if that particular property would generate fifteen percent cash on cash, um, which would be about one hundred fifty thousand a year, and if you invested a hundred thousand, that would mean fifteen thousand to you. But let's just keep it more at the overall view. If that property was generating a 15% cash-on-cash return, you'd be pretty happy. And so over time, you'd be thinking to yourself, man, that's such a great return on my investment. Well, if we if we start implementing the rules that, uh, that Dell teaches us on how to improve income, what will happen over time is that we will uh, improve the fair market value. And we simply uh, improve the fair market value by improving the income. And so over time, that property that we paid $4 million worth is going to be now worth $7 million. And so instead of having a million of equity in the deal, we now have $4 million of equity in the deal. And so you take that same $150,000 that is generating each year, and you divide it by $4 million, your return on equity is 3.75%. So compare that to what you thought you were getting from a cash-on-cash return. Your initial investment, your initial decision... 15% cash on cash was spot on. But if you held that too long, what will happen is you find that that asset is not working as hard for you as you thought because it literally has over 3 million of uh, 4 million of dead equity. And so that dead equity that we talked about in the beginning is only generating a 3.75% return. And so that that concept return on equity will help help us really make some of those tougher decisions. Why would I sell an asset that's producing good cash flow. Well, because you've improved the income, improved the value, and improved the equity, that you really need to take that money and redeploy. And so we will either do a cash-out refinance and capture 75% of that, or we'll do a sale and capture 100% of that, and we'll take that money that we get from the sale or refinance and do what with it? We will go and invest in another income-producing asset. And so that concept of monitoring your return on equity, will let, what will that enable you to do is build up your assets faster and getting them to work with more income-producing assets. So whether you're starting off with 100000 or 50000 or 25000 doesn't matter. You can do the same concept in single-family or multifamily. It just doesn't matter what your starting point is. The key is getting your assets to work. And this is a common question that we get of why would you ever sell, and you've just explained it, and it gets even better. We're going to talk more about the leverage you can get, especially in real estate, when you're putting that debt equity to work. To find out how, stay right here through this last break, and we'll be back to wrap up today's show on how you can get your assets to work. Did you know that every dollar you put in a piece of real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month. Equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. 
appreciation. Real estate doubles in value about every 20 years. Equity buildup. Renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. We pay almost no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. These are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how, attend one of our free workshops. Call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com. segment of today's Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm your host, Lynn Murrow, and my guest is Curtis Haynes, successful real estate investor and a mentor with Lifestyles Unlimited, who is passionate about helping you get your assets to work. Before the break, we talked about the importance of figuring out where you're at so that you can create your map to where you want to go. And Curtis has stepped us through the process. And now, Curtis, let's sum it all up with the benefits of putting your assets to work, finding that debt equity, finding a way to get your money to work for you, and becoming the CEO of your family office. Yeah, I think I think one of the most uh, powerful benefits of of investing in multifamily real estate is the fact that it's tax free. Um, that you're getting uh, quarterly distributions tax free. You're getting tax-free cash-out refinances, and and the power of being able to redeploy those tax-free dollars into more income-producing assets uh, helps take you to a whole new level quicker than you could if you were doing it after tax. And, and I always like to give an example. You know, most of us understand the impact of um, compounding interest, but uh, what I want to do is real quickly give you the impact of what the tax-free side of things does for real estate. And so let's just say that you have a dollar and you uh, find an investment where you double your money every year over the next 20 years so that in year one, your money doubles to $2, in year two, your money doubles to 4 year three, it doubles to 8 By the time that you get to year 20, you'll have a million $1,048,000. That's the power of compounding. But if those, if that money was taxed, uh, taxed every year, and uh, every year that you had to pay taxes on it. So same investment, dollar goes, uh, you invest a dollar, goes to two, two goes to four, four goes to eight. The only difference is you're paying taxes. The surprising answer at the end of 20 years is that you will only have $28,000 in that account. And so when you compare that, you think about that. If I were investing, reinvesting tax-free, and at the end of 20 years have a million forty-eight thousand, but the end of year 20 investing taxable funds, being taxed on those investments, I would only have twenty-eight thousand. That million-dollar difference. Think about what we can do as a CEO of the family office. Think about all the different other income-producing assets we can invest with those kind of extra funds. That's, that's mind-blowing. Real snowball effect. Yeah, it real is mind-blowing. And that's the reason why we choose real estate as the investment vehicle. You know, Lifestyles Unlimited and and Dell Wamsley is focused on passive income. And we choose real estate not because we're in love with real estate, but because of the powerful effects 
just like you were talking about with the, the tax benefits we get as real estate investors, right? Yeah, and this excites me um, really about about the legacy and, and, and for my kids. And so if we could do this, this is a 20-year example. Could you imagine over multiple generations the kind of impact you're going to have by by being able to deploy this kind of investment? Uh, I'm just super excited about the opportunity to not only build something for uh, during my lifetime, but to be able to leave that legacy for my kids as well. So in the last few minutes of the show here, what do you want people to know about this message and, and the power of viewing your the things that you own as things that can work for you and this this power of putting on the CEO hat and creating your own family office even if it's just you to begin with yeah I, I really want folks to, to go back to this and, and, and re-listen to it again and because the, the, the basic ideas are very, very simple, but the message is very, very powerful. And it goes against uh, a lot of what we grew up with in terms of what we thought we were supposed to do with our money. Uh, we thought we were supposed to, to avoid with you know, with debt, and we thought we were supposed to save. And, and if you really just take the basic concept of moving your assets into income-producing assets, and for all of us within Lifestyles, it's through uh, real estate, um, I think that you can really start to build some real wealth. And so um, list out your assets, start tracking what we talked about on cash on cash returns, return on equity and return on net worth, and, and just start enjoying the snowball effect of having real passive income coming into you. And it and it and it's such a great feeling to do it, too. And, you know, like I said in the beginning of the show, some people have really just been in denial about their finances. They try to ignore it. They try to pretend that somehow it's going to get better. And there's just no fairy dust. But if you will go through this exercise that, that Curtis has laid out for us, then you will be able to see where you're starting from. And you can do this from any starting point. We have members who have started in, in every situation imaginable and have been successful. Curtis, we've come to the end of the show. It always happens too soon. Um, our big message is get your assets to work for you. It allows you to create the wealth and passive income, the capital and the cash flow you need to live the life you desire for you and your family. Take action right now and create a more effective road map to your financial future and we can help give us a call at 866-945-6565 that's 866-945-6565 and register for a free workshop or visit us at lifestylesunlimited.com i'm lynn murrow i've been your host today it's been delightful remember it's not the money it's the lifestyle Thanks for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, investing, or tax advice. Results may vary. Always consult a professional before making any financial decisions. If you'd like to find out more about the mentoring available at Lifestyles Unlimited, please visit them online at lifestylesunlimited.com.